Hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello, beauty. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. Girl, I am so excited you're here and I'm so excited for today's episode. I feel like I literally say that about every episode, like listening back, I'm like, wow, I really start these literally the exact same every single time, but it's because I just am so excited. Like I cannot make this up. So today is such a juicy episode. I opened my Akashic Records and I was like, okay, what should I talk about on today's episode? Like what really wants to come through? Um, Because I was kind of torn between a couple different topics. And what I'm really excited about in this episode is I'm going to be talking about kind of the polarity of like being a spiritual person and living in the real world. So it's like, there's so many things that come up when I think about this, but it's like, okay, we've had these like spiritual awakenings, like Everyone, first of all, we know is spiritual, but we're awakened now to this fact that we're not just like these humans, we're actually these souls living in this physical reality. And so we have this like new way, this new lens that we look at the world, right? And it completely changes us from the inside out, whether our partners, family members, co-workers, friends are also on the same path or not. And most of the times they're not. So it's like, okay, how do we navigate this like new sense of like seeing the world through this like different way, this like very expansive, beautiful, interconnected way. And how do we still like live in the real world? And so many times I know that a lot of spiritual practices and spiritual people want to like escape this world. Like they're like, I don't want to be in the 3D. I want to be in the 5D and I want to ascend and like astral travel and do all of these things. But it's also like, okay, but also like that is really fun and cool. But we also, I think, need to embrace living in this human world. Like we incarnated in this earthly plane for a reason. And like not every soul gets the opportunity to come onto earth. And so it's like very special and sacred that we got this opportunity, even though we experience the wider range of like emotions and things that happen in this world that don't feel so good, that leads so many of us wanting to escape. But I feel like once we're kind of awakened, you know, that's when we change our view on like our hardships and our traumas and all of the really tough things and we see that they're happening for us and it's no longer happening to us. We're no longer in that like victimization state and we can actually see like, wow, like what is this lesson teaching me? And like, what is this karma? And like, what do I keep coming up against this pattern? Right? So what I did for this episode is with all of that in mind, I 
drew some cards from the Akashic Tarot deck that I am borrowing from my mom. And I drew a couple cards to be like, okay, what exactly is the message that I want to talk about? And so the first card I got was the lookout. And the lookout was like, it's like this sailor on this ship that is burning. He's like on the sail ship, the sails are out, but it's on fire. Like everything is like burning to the ground. And he's like looking out to see like, okay, what am I, what am I looking for? Like, I need to find another solution. Like things are burning to the ground. And then the second card I got was Hilarion. And this is an ascended master that works very closely with the Akashic Records. So he's like very in tune with the information, I guess, of the, like everything in the Akashic Records. And he is really the master of um, science, research, logical thinking, healing, the logical mind, concrete knowledge, spiritual communication. So like mediumship. And so he came through to help us out today. And then the last card I got, I was like, okay, so I'm seeing that the message is going to be something around like, shit is burning to the ground. Like, okay, like there is a problem. We need help. I have the guidance of Hilarion, this Ascended Master, who's going to help us like channel some information today with his beautiful wisdom. And I was like, but what are we talking about? So the third card I drew was two worlds. And it's this image of this beautiful woman who's like, in her room or like in her kitchen and she's turned away from the window. She has all of this like beautiful sewing equipment because she is a sewer um, or like a seamstress. (laughs) sewer. She's a seamstress. She has on her kitchen table um, all of this gold, like all of this gold and money. She's in her house, which is very 3D. And outside of her window, it looks up at this monastery, this Buddhist monastery that's up on a hill. And she's like looking away from that and looking toward like inside her house, but she looks kind of sad. And what this card is describing is two worlds where it's very similar to what we're going through, you guys. It's like, we are these 3D human beings living in this world, right? Um, We have families, we have jobs, we need to make money, we have bills. And then we also are very spiritual, you know, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you're drawn to this, you are very spiritual. You've lived many lifetimes of being a spiritual being. And, and so we've probably had many lifetimes of like living in monasteries and, you know, devoting our lives to this, whatever mystical spiritual studies and kind of denouncing or I think the word is like renouncing the 3D experience. You know, when you think about like a priest or a monk, there's someone who devotes their life to those studies. Like they don't have families, they don't have sex, they're celibate. Um, They don't engage in any of the, the 3D like pleasures, you know, like yummy foods. Like I'm sure they have very strict diets. Like they, they don't indulge in the pleasures of this 3D realm because they're dedicating their lives to this, like the studying of whatever they're studying and like their religious studies. It could be religious or it could be spiritual. So, and then also another kind of like polarity here is like, you know, we want to live our purpose and we have these like deep spiritual gifts. We have these like things that we're so passionate about that we want to share with the world and we want to help others heal. And we want to live our purpose by using these like things that we're obsessed with. But then it's like, okay, 
we also, if we're bringing that forward as a business, like we obviously need to be paid for our gifts because in the, you know, later older days where there used to be the healers of the community or like the, the medicine woman of the tribe, like they obviously did healings for free because they were taken care of by the tribe. Like their housing was taken care of, their food was taken care of. Same with like the monks in the monasteries. Like they don't have to pay for living. They, their living is taken care of from the people of the town. Their meals are cooked for them. Like they don't have to worry about these 3d, um, things like bills because all they're focusing on is their gifts and healing. But now in this day and age, like obviously we're not set up in monasteries and tribes. Our living situations are so different. And so as healers in this 21st century, we, I'm pretty sure we're still in the 21st century, um, in 2024, we still have to pay our bills. And so it makes sense that we need to be compensated for our gifts. And then we can fall into this like thinking of like, okay, but then is spirituality becoming this huge like capitalist trick? Like, is it becoming like trendy and cool so that people can profit off of these like spiritual modalities, quote unquote? Because there are, of course, going to be people who are doing things for a profit, people who are jumping onto trends, people who are only seeking financial gain and not having care around the people that they're serving, their intentions are not coming from a pure place. And so then I think for us who we are coming from a pure place and we're doing this because this is literally like our passion, our joy, our purpose, it makes us feel like we're grouped in with these other people. And then that's where we're like, okay, should I be charging for my gifts? Should I not? And then you get all of the collective, um, like the collective commenting on things of like, you should be offering your gifts for free. Like that is not very spiritual of you to be charging for this. And so we get stuck in that like back and forth game of like, am I really supposed to be doing this as a purpose? Should I be compensated for this? And so I believe that yes, like we are here to, especially in 2024, bring our gifts to the world to help heal the collective conscious and, you know, wake, help wake people up. People, we're not waking people up. They're doing it on their, their self. Like they're awakening themselves. We can't wake anybody up. But as, as society is awakening, they're looking for guidance. They're looking for answers. They're looking for ways to be healed. They're looking for nutrition. They're looking for healing their bodies. They're looking for healing like their careers, their relationships, their finances, you know, like all of these areas of their life, they are awakening and they are looking for guidance. And that's where we come in as spiritual healers, as coaches, as light workers, um, as people who have a purpose and a mission with all of this on our hearts. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. So what I did is I did a really cool little thing where I um, I have my records open, right? And so I asked to speak to the Ascended Master Hilarion and I wanted to ask him like a Q&A and like channel some answers from him, you know, since he is our friend who is an assisted uh, Ascended Master um, who is so connected to the Akashic Records and um he is very logical and is all about science, research, truth, healing, logical mind, concrete knowledge, and spiritual communication. I thought he would be the perfect person. And obviously I drew the card for him to come forward and help us. And so 
this was very interesting because this is the first time I ever did something like this and it was really cool. So I have my Google Doc open. I would write down a question that I have and then I would literally just start typing and I was like typing his answer. Um, and first I did connect with him. I introduced myself to him and like I could feel him on like the left of me. He came forward. I could kind of see him like where he was standing. He has such a very loving, down-to-earth, grounded personality. He's super cool, kind of funny, and um, he's smart AF, and he is here to really help us and give us some guidance. And so, um, yeah, and I know that this, trust me, I know that this can sound crazy, <laughs> especially because, like, I am also new to the Akashic Records and, like, practicing and practicing channeling and practicing speaking with Ascended Masters, but any of us can do this. Like literally, we don't even have to connect to the Akashic Records. That's just my way of doing it. That feels really good, but we can access Ascended Masters at any time. Um, when I was doing my my quantum Reiki training, we also practice like channeling masters um, and ascended masters and just connecting to like goddesses or gods that you really want to ask them questions or, you know, get some wisdom on something and see what their perspective would be or to ask them how they would solve a problem. Like this is literally available for all of us and it's really freaking cool and it's actually really easy when we just relax into it and release any like rigidity um, and we're just very open. It's actually super easy. So I wrote down my questions and the way I wanted to do this episode was to just um, read you the question and then just read what he said. Um, for me, it's easier right now as I'm like strengthening my abilities is to write and to type. Like the channeled information just comes out of me. It pours through. It's like I'm typing. I almost can't even like type fast enough to keep up with it. Uh, but luckily I am a incredibly fast typer. So um, yay. Let's, so let's get into it. So this is what I wrote on my document. I just want to read it um, to you guys. So many of us have had past lives living in the monasteries, devoting our lives to spiritual practices. We chose this lifetime in order to have the family, success, and financial prosperity. Many of us have gone back and forth between these two different types of incarnations. So, you know, living the more of like the isolated life of really giving ourselves to um, the monastery or to whatever spiritual practice. And then we've also lived lives of like only being in the 3D. So many of us have gone back and forth, right? Um, and it can feel really challenging because we feel drawn to our spiritual practices, but then the real world has a way of pulling us out. Or we can also get so distracted in the real world, like bills, family issues, that we ignore our practices altogether. And we put them to the side, those things that make us feel so good and embodied, whether that's your meditation practice, um, whether that's like ecstatic dancing, yoga, um, connecting to nature, connecting to animals, tarot, oracle cards, whatever it is that you do to connect to God and connect to source and to yourself, the things that you know that make you feel good, like eating properly, like good nutritious foods and moving your body and all of these things. It's like we can get so distracted from our real life that we put all of those things to the side. And then that's where 
those like limiting beliefs and stress keeps coming into our life. Okay. So in this episode, I'm going to share my personal stories of how I have definitely experienced this. And then I will share some channeled help from our our friend, Ascended Master Hilarion, who has a wonderful connection to the front of information that Akashic Records hold, who is a logical master that is the master of science, research, truth, healing, logical mind, concrete knowledge, and spiritual communication. So just a quick little like backstory on why this is so freaking cool that this Hilarion came through. Um, so I had a Jinkies reading this morning. So I stayed up pretty late last night, um, prepping for it and just finishing the final touches. And then I really love to read the actual Gene Keys like right before. So like I read them last night, went to sleep reading them. And then I woke up this morning and was reading her specific Gene Keys that we were going to be going over in the Venus sequence. So I woke up like two hours earlier and I was just in bed, like reading the Gene Keys and really getting in the energy of it. And then, um, later I was talking to George about it and he was talking to me about something and then I was telling him how it's like oh like I was I was telling him the difference between like introvertedness and extrovertedness and how like why certain patterns will show up for people and blah 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 and then he was just got kind of quiet and he's like oh you know like I'm trying to realize why I get triggered when you talk to me like I'm your client. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Like, how am I talking to you like you're like one of my clients? And he was like, well, anytime I try to share something with you, like my feelings or something, you go into like some sort of like education or knowledge around this is why you're like this. And he's like, and it's always very generalized information. And I realized that why it triggers me so much is because I don't really respect where you get your information from. And that girl that triggered the goddamn shit out of me because I was like, excuse me. Um, but it's not a secret that he is not into jinkies. He's not into human design. He's not into Ayurveda. He's not into any of these things. He's a very into quote unquote science, which we're going to get into in this episode. He's very logical. He's a very logical thinker. I'm very intuitive. I'm very interested in the unseen realms. I love the mystical realms. I love like being a mystic. I love researching like all of these modalities. I love channeling. I love tarot. Like I love getting internal guidance from God, from the universe, from guides now, ascended masters. And to him, that's just like so over here, like almost crazy that he just doesn't resonate with it. And it's not that he ever deters me from my interests. Like he, he supports me hundred percent. He is like, glad that I'm doing what I want to do but when it it does bother him when he's trying to tell me like something about his feelings and then I go into almost like diagnosing him or like telling him oh that's because you're a manifesting generator oh that's because you have blah 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 channel that's because you have this gene key and it just bothers him because he like doesn't see it as facts okay and so if you can relate to this I just want you to know that you are not alone and I have a good channeled message for us in this episode that is really going to address this that makes me feel so much better about things but I just want you to know that if your partner, if your parents, if your kids, your best friend, your peers, like your coworkers, if they don't understand like the things that you're so interested in and like they just don't get it it can make us feel like we're crazy or it can make us feel isolated or alone or like, oh, this isn't as worthy as if I was a licensed like psychologist. Not that I'm giving any 
therapy advice. Like that's not what I'm doing. I'm literally giving advice from the modalities that I'm trained in. I've never said that I'm a psychologist. I've never tried to heal anything, but it's just that it's like, it just doesn't resonate with certain people. And so they might think that other things, quote unquote, that are scientific are more legitimate and they're more that's more palatable to them and that's more in the realm of their understanding. So I just want you to know that if you've ever felt like that or you felt misunderstood, I guess, just like a little misunderstood, a little like, okay, like not so, it's almost like they don't even see, they can't even comprehend like the insane, badass knowledge and wisdom and um, like, just incredible gifts that we have. Like they just don't get it. It's like, this shit is so freaking incredible. Like our talents and our abilities and our gifts are so freaking incredible. Even if they're not quote unquote scientific, which we're going to get into because they are fucking scientific, (laughs) but do you know what I'm saying? So that's my little background of why I think it was so cool that this um, amazing Ascended Master Hilarion came to me because he's like, girl, I'm, I'm coming to you through the Akashic Records. You're going to channel me right now, which is mystical as fuck. But I'm also very logical. I am a man of concrete knowledge. I am a ascended master of science, of research, of truth, of healing, of logical mind. It can be both. Okay? It can be both. These ancient modalities, you guys, that we're so obsessed with are freaking scientific. Like they've been studied. They are concrete. Okay. Might just not seem like that to this day and age people, but we will get right into that. So let's get into this. So I asked our beautiful Ascended Master Hilarion, this is the first question and I'm going to read you the answer. So I said, sorry, I'm just pulling this up real quick. I'm like, am I recording? I want to make sure that I am recording. Okay. So I said, how do we navigate romantic, okay, relationships when our partner does not believe in the spiritual studies that we're obsessed with? They think it's not really scientific and it's not factual. What advice can you get for me? Okay. So I did say romantic relationships, but I also want you to keep in mind if this isn't you and you're, if you're either single or if your partner is like also super into spirituality, um, think about someone in your life who's not. So like think about a parent or um, a child, best friend, a part, a roommate, someone who's just like not into this stuff. I want you to think about them when I am answering this to you. Okay. So this is a channel message that Hilarion said to us. I'm going to read the question again, just so we can go right into it. So I said, how do we navigate romantic relationships when our partner does not believe in the spiritual studies that we're obsessed with? They think that it's not scientific and it's not factual. What is your advice? This is what Hilarion says. My dear, these studies are scientific and factual. Just because certain things that are unseen and quote unquote unproven by our current science community does not mean that they do not exist. You are far beyond your time. Before electricity was proven, no one would believe that to be a possibility. At one time, people believed the earth to be flat. There are certain people who are aligned to the collective consciousness and are only able to agree to truths that society also agrees on. What you find yourself so passionately studying are the modalities and studies of sages, mystics, and great wise ones that come before you. 
This is sacred wisdom and information that has not yet been scientifically proven in your era. That does not mean that it is not scientific or factual. Hold on to your truths. Do not allow anyone to detour the passion that you have for these modalities. This is a gift that you have, a divine sense, a divine seeing into something so deep and true that it would not yet be fathomable to those who are not born witness to it. You do not need to prove or try and convince or overly share this sacred information because it will not resonate with the souls that are not meant for it. Now, this does not mean that thou must cast aside your loved ones and seek the single solitude life. You chose this life to have a family and material success. You are actually so very lucky to be living in both worlds. You get to live in this earthly realm and participate in being fully human while also getting the gift of sight, inner sight, and divine calling to pursue these deeper, more meaningful, mystical truths and passions. Simply change the perspective. Do not dim your light. Do not think you are crazy or need to stop this and find something more practical. No. In fact, this is your opportunity to go all in and bring this wisdom to those that want to learn from you. There are those awakening who are already ready to learn the sacred and ancient teachings and are looking for a teacher. They do not know where to start and they are your fractal line. The more you become you, the more you will magnetize these students to you. And not students in the way where you're above or more than, but students in a way of a horizontal equalness where you are a few steps ahead of them. You are like a trusted friend, mentee, opening the floodgates of this passion to those who are ready to learn. As for your relationship, give your partner a break. I would think you are crazy too if I was not from the time I am from and had the knowledge and wisdom I have. Give respect and understanding and empathy for where they are coming from. I too am the master of logic and research and science. I denounce anything that is not truth. And so they are actually very aligned with your values. It's just that they are not able to see what has not been shown to the mass consciousness. Give them the dignity of their journey. Do not try to force awakening or force a connection that is not deserved or even wanted by their soul at this time. If it is not resonating, it is not their time. This does not mean it will never be their time. You will know when it is, and if it is not in this lifetime, so be it. Spiritual awakening is an individual journey. It won't be the same for any two people. It is just awakened. You cannot try to do it. It just happens. So focus on the gratefulness and love that you have for this person. Allow your spiritual and passionate studies and pursuits to be yours and celebrate the things that you two both find lovely together in this lifetime. It is only a lonely road if your perspective chooses to make it so. You can also be, it can also be very freeing to have this secret language with the universe that only you have. Your relationship to God is yours. You are born alone and will die alone. Do not punish the person you decided to spend your in-between life with because they have not yet been divinely guided to this path. Oh my God. I have freaking chills. Like literally reading that, like I almost feel like crying because it's like my heart is so broken open because it's like, oh my God, like we're not wrong. They're not wrong. We don't need to break up with them. We don't need to find new parents. We literally just need to give them the dignity of their own journey 
while also really sticking true to the things that we're really excited about. Now, it's a different story if you if your partner was like, don't pursue that. I, I don't believe it and I don't like it that you're studying that. Um, I don't support you on your goals of like your purpose. Um, it's different if like your family members are like, oh, I'm going to like excommunicate you from the family if you like go publicly of being a healer. You know, like all of those are like very different scenarios, which can be, um, which are going to be very intricate and different to navigate. But just like the simple like person who just doesn't get it, and we're so upset that they just don't get it and they just don't see us, quote unquote. But it's okay, you know, like it's totally okay. It's totally acceptable. Our, I love how he was saying that, you know, our souls chose this beautiful lifetime to have both worlds, which is the freaking both world card, the two worlds. It's not a bad thing. We're so lucky because we get to be so spiritual and like love this kind of stuff. And then also be in this 3D life and have a family, have sex. We get to enjoy food. We get to have kids if we want kids. We get to enjoy the company of friends and we get to pay bills and we get to do the 3D stuff and we get to do both. Okay. So we're actually so freaking lucky and we couldn't have had it in any other better way. Like this incarnation is a like the best one yet. Okay. Okay. So this is the next one. This is the next question. And all of them are like a little bit shorter. That was like the longest one. So I just have a couple more um, and then we'll wrap this up. So I said, okay, so this is to Hilarion. Hilarion, what do you say to those who say that holistic healing and holistic modalities are not science. Like Ayurveda, EFT tapping, human design, gene keys, somatic work, meditation, breath work, etc. What is your thoughts on that? So Hilarion said, my dear, what does science mean? Something that is tested and experimented with, correct? I am an ascendant master of research and science. I thrive in logic. Do these modalities not have tested proof of healing and helping many people? Some of these have been around for thousands of years. Meditation, the I Ching, astrology. These have been guiding masters and healers for thousands of years. Human design and gene keys are new to your era, but they are based on ancient studies, and this is needed. We needed a breath of fresh air to share these systems in a way that can actually benefit people of your era. You all have different problems and different goals. The life expectancy is so much higher from just 100 years ago. It makes sense that there are sages and mystics born in your time to take and add on to these modalities. If someone is telling you that they do not believe in these because they are not scientifically backed, that is their lack of understanding and their lack of learning and research. Do not be bogged down by these types of people. I will tell you this. There are always going to be people who do not want to get better who do not want to believe in healing and positivity and truth. There are people who will stay living in a victimized state because that is what that is what is safe for them. We cannot and will not drag anyone to the other side. That is not our job. Our job is to bring this passionately forward to those souls who are ready and willing to change and heal and live a life they love. Do not waste your time on anyone who does not believe. It is never a winning scenario. Just move on. Mm, I love that so much. I feel like a lot of what can hold us back as spiritual healers and coaches is that we're so worried about like defending and proving what we know to be true that we're not actually speaking to the person who's ready to hear our magic and like have have our wisdom given to them. So it's like we don't actually need to spend any time proving or, you know, trying to convince anyone of what we believe in. It's like 
we just believe in it. And the more that we can stick to our um, convictions and stick to what we know to be true and just share that is going to be very magnetic. And then the people who are excited and ready to like learn these things are going to be ready to learn from us. Okay. So this is my next question. Why do so many of us doubt our gifts and abilities to be healers and to help others? And this is what Hilarion said. My dear, it is not that you doubt your abilities. I can guarantee you know in your heart of hearts that you can help others, that you have a special knowledge or healing modality that can change the lives of many. The problem holding you back is that you have had lifetimes of doing this work in secret. It was not safe for you to openly talk about these healing modalities. Think about how much you wear yourself today with partners or society thinking that you are not scientifically logical or have proven results. Well, in the past, you could not even have told anyone what you were up to. You had to gather in secret and heal in secret, or you could be killed. So it's not that you even doubt your abilities. In fact, your abilities have gotten stronger with each incarnation. It's that you are worried of being seen and outed and killed. Just remember, all of those lifetimes have gotten you here, to a life where you get the best of both worlds, a life of love and family and material success, and a life of studying and healing and using these modalities that you were once upon a time not allowed to use. Lean into the fact that people need your help. You have put in the work. Now it's time to put in the reps. Practice, share, express, heal, help, provide, give back, educate, inspire, motivate, love, trust, and pour into your people. They cannot receive help if you do not show up and let them know that your doors are open. Please change your relationship to how you do business. We're entering the age of Aquarius. Use technology to your advantage. Use social media as if it is your storefront, your personal store, office, or healing space where you show up, share what you have, share transformations, and allow people to know you're open for business so that they can come in and buy, so that they can get your healing and help and magic. You are safe and you're ready. Now is the time to go all in. I love that so much too. Oh my goodness. And I've really been contemplating too, like I've talked about this on last week's episode, but just like changing our relationship to social media. It's like, I don't know. It's like we can either do things for attention seeking reasons or feel like we're doing them for attention seeking reasons, or we can do things because we truly want to help other people and just put ourselves out there and be seen. And it's all about intention. So if we're coming from a place of like, I have something to share with you and I think it's literally going to change your life and I'm so passionate about it. That's such a different energy than like, oh, like, look at me. I'm just posting something that brings no value because I just want you to see me and like what I have, you know? And so also like really changing our mindset around like the likes and the shares, like all of that doesn't actually matter and it actually doesn't even equate to sales. What really matters is are we sharing our gifts and being a storefront for people to see what we have? Okay. So love it. Okay. This is the next question. What advice do you have for those of us that are still very confused or unsure of our next steps on our purpose path? Okay. This is what Hilarion said. My dear, let's be scientific and logical about this. Shall we start using your life as one big experiment? Experiment with living your life as a game. You truly have nothing to lose. You will not be killed for this work. How can you show up every day with the aim to share what you have with the world? Whether that is just a positive message, a smile, something that can educate another and help them feel just a little bit better. Let's tap into your Bodhisattva promise that you made many lifetimes ago. 
that you will continue to incarnate on this earth until you help all of your brothers and sisters heal. We are not separate. There is no you and them. We are all one. Stop observing others as you. How would you want to be? Oh, start observing others as you. How would you want to be spoken to? How would you want to be helped? See the innocence and the good in everyone around you. Know that you are only wasting time when you do not act. If you will continue to incarnate until everyone is awakened, then we have a lot of work to do. Get out of the mind. Get into the body. The mind is only holding you back from stepping into the truth of what you're here to do, which is to keep your heart open. Keep your heart open in every situation and your life will drastically change. Do not worry about the how, such as the how will I get to this goal or that goal. Instead, Focus on keeping your heart open and being of service and treating everyone as an extension of yourself and your life will transform. Confusion will turn to clarity and you will expand beyond your wildest dreams. I love that so much too. And I love it because that's literally like the central idea behind the gene keys is like, how can we keep our hearts open in relationship, in service, in just in every part of our life and as we aim to just keep like I honestly used to be someone who hated that I was like oh my god like who cares about the heart space but it's like oh my god like that's what I've been so like working on is like especially as a line four is like keeping the heart open and keeping the heart open to everybody and like that's what that's what creates this connection and like this ability to work with someone else and like help them heal. And like, that's what helps us speak to people in such a way that is healing. You know, it's like, it's so important to keep our heart open. So I just love that so much. So that was that. I hope that that was helpful. That's really all I wanted to do in this episode was just share with you those channel messages that came through. I'm honestly shocked at what came through. Um, the whole process, even from like drawing the cards to having like an actual ascended master Hilarion come through to then like being like, Oh, what is the topic we should talk about? Two worlds. And then, you know, from framing my questions for my higher self, like asking those questions and then having the answers come through, like that is freaking wild. Is that wild? Oh my God. I love this so much. It's just so cool. The possibilities that are there, like when we tap into our Akashic records um, and just, just channel and just tap into our higher selves and like the different um, energies that are there and like able for us to tap into and just get guidance from. So that felt so good. I hope that was helpful. I hope that those couple of questions really helped you start to heal, especially like any relationships that you have where they just don't get it (laughs) or any um, confusion you've had around next steps on your purpose path and any, um, any fears that you've had of just like being seen and shining your light and showing up and you know, stop procrastinating and put yourself out there and just know that people are awakening and everyone is ready to, um, get help. And you have such a unique perspective and such a unique voice that only you will be able to help certain people. So yay. I love this so much. If you want to get extra guidance on, you know, how, how can you actually show up? Like what is the frequency of you actually stepping into your gifts, what your four prime gifts are, what your purpose is, um, how to heal your core wound in relationships so that you can start attracting 
the people from your gift frequencies so that you can start attracting harmonious relationships and attract the clients that you deserve, how you can turn your biggest core wound into the thing that you help other people with, how you can create messaging and a brand that is really your frequency to call in people and help them. Like the way that we're here to have financial prosperity is through being of service. And so if any of those things excite you, if you are on the personal purpose path and you are excited to just get more clarity around your business, or if you just want clarity around your purpose path or relationships, you can book a Jane Keys reading. I'm so excited. So excited for the Venus sequence today. I have another one next Sunday. Um, I will put the link in the show notes so that you can have all the information there. And of course, reach out to me on Instagram if you want to connect or if you have any questions. It's at I am Alyssa May. If you want to just chat about which reading would be best for you, I would absolutely love to hear what you have going on right now. Um, so I can help you pick which one would be the best for you. And of course, if you'd love to get a human design reading, I also have that offering as well, which is super helpful. If you're new to human design, Oh my God, it's so helpful. And if you're someone who already knows a lot about your design, but you just want more like specific guidance towards like your purpose or like business path, let me know, girl. Okay, I hope you have the best day, the best week, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next.